Welcome to another episode of Reading the Bible. It's a podcast to help us be better readers of the Bible, and specifically better readers as a community. And so to that end, we follow along with the preaching at Hope Presbyterian Church, and we've currently been in a series on the Gospel of Luke. And so our last episodes here have looked at how to read the genre of gospel, how we can trust the gospels, how to meditate on the gospels. But we're also currently in the season of Lent. Lent is a unique time in the church calendar. The word Lent actually comes from an old English word, Lincoln, which means spring. And it's obviously where we get our word lengthen. So as we approach Easter, the days are lengthening and new life is springing for there's signs of resurrection popping up everywhere. And for the church, Lent is a season of anticipation. We anticipate Jesus's resurrection. We anticipate his victory over darkness and over sin and death. And as we wait, it has historically been a time to repent. And the Holy Spirit has given the church specific parts of Scripture that uniquely help us to do this. And many church traditions read through these portions of Scripture during this time, during Lent. And so Lent really is a unique opportunity for us to practice our creed. So we, we say the Apostles' Creed sometimes in worship, and in it we say we believe in the Holy Catholic Church. Catholic meaning universal. There are millions of brothers and sisters around the globe who hold to this creed, who are reading along with the church calendar. And so when we read along with them, we practice that unity. And one of these portions are what's called the penitential psalms, essentially psalms of repentance. These psalms are what the universal church is soaking in throughout Lent. And so here are just three of them for the rest of Lent, the penitential psalms. Psalm 6, Psalm 32, and Psalm 51. Psalm 6 is the first psalm of repentance that really gives words for us to pray when all we have are tears. Psalm 32 is the second psalm of repentance, and it's all about the joy of being forgiven on the other side of repentance. And then Psalm 51 may be the greatest of the penitential psalms, at least the most famous. It comes out of King David's darkest moment of self-knowledge. And we see in this psalm the true depths of God's forgiveness and salvation. Now, what do we do with these psalms? Well, it is enough to just read them, to read them over and over again. Maybe it's listening to an audio Bible on your drive to work or as you walk around your neighborhood. Just hearing the language of the psalms over and over shapes and grows our prayer language. It's the same way that children learn their first words by being immersed in their parents' language. 
in the same way we learn to pray by being immersed in the Psalms. But the Psalms are prayers and they're meant to be prayed, especially in the context of community. So here's a simple way to pray a Psalm. This is from a little book by Donald Whitney called Praying the Bible. He gives this example. Let's take Psalm 20, for example. You might read the beginning of verse 1, May the Lord answer you in the day of trouble, and then pray, Lord, please answer me today. I am in trouble. My finances are in trouble. My body is in trouble. My relationships are in trouble. Answer me today, Lord, because I am in trouble in so many ways. Then you read the second half of verse 1. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you. And then you pray something like this. Thank you, God of Jacob, that through your son, Jesus, you have protected me by your grace. I will never fall because of you. By your work of preserving me through the Holy Spirit, I am secure. Thank you for your protection and all you have done for me in Christ. Now you turn to verse 2 and read, May he send you help from the sanctuary. And you pray, O oh God, send me help today right from the sanctuary of heaven itself. Send me help with my finances. Send me help with my children. Send me help in my work. From the highest place of authority that exists, send me help with my lack of faith. Send me heavenly help with temptation today. Please send me help right from the throne room of heaven. And thus you continue through the psalm until you run out of time or you run out of psalm. Again, that was from Donald Whitney's book, Praying the Bible. And so take these remaining few weeks of Lent and take these psalms, Psalm 6, Psalm 32, and Psalm 51, maybe just one a week, and read them, listen to them, meditate on them, and pray them. And let them guide you in repentance. Let them guide us as the days lengthen and as we look to and long for the resurrection of Easter. 